All right. What's going on, my good people? This Oscar of Busy Boy Bullies. This is officially episode one of the Bullypreneur Podcast. A podcast created for not just the bully lover, animal lover, but also the aspiring entrepreneur like myself. Um, not going to keep y'all too long tonight. Uh, right now it is, let me, let me get a time check. It is 2.54 in the morning. Who else you know doing this right now but me? Hey. Busy boy, they call me busy boy for a reason. The killer name is busy boy for a reason because I stay busy, I stay hungry, I stay grinding. And um, right now, my main goal, my main focus is to educate young up-and-coming people in the bullet community, up-and-coming breeders, and also try to help them uh, take on the entrepreneurial spirit bigger way bigger than just the bully game. I feel like anyone coming into the bully community can pretty much be an entrepreneur because if someone wants to be a breeder, that means they want to take on their own business. They want to take on their own um, brand. They want to take on their own kennel or label, uh, or, you know what I mean, so to speak. So <clears throat> I started out kind of the same way, just thinking I was going to be able to come in the bullet game and, you know, seeing the the dogs and love the dogs and seeing the the amount of money that dogs cost and just thought it was going to be like a, a easy little come up. But it's a lot. It's really a whole lot behind the bully game that you have to learn, that you have to know in order to be successful. So I'm here to try to teach and educate those that are just coming in, that want to learn, and who want to learn the right way. Um, I'm no guru. I don't know everything, so I'm not going to sit back and act like I do. But <clears throat> my main focus and my main goal is to inform everybody on everything that I know. Give everybody the, uh, uh, um, a heads up or maybe some lessons that I've learned. Because I started out in, um, I'm going to give you all my backstory in a minute. But I started out in um, 2013, roughly. And now it's 2019, so a few years in. So I feel like just putting out everything that I know out there for somebody to just get just getting in the game would be a good way to get started. Um, like I said, I got my nightcap going. Um, gonna take a sip real quick. Ah, trying to keep myself going through the night. A busy guy, um, but yeah. Um, a bully, a bully lover, bully breeder, just strictly trying to be an entrepreneur and use my passion to fuel all my other desires in life. Um, and as I get to higher peaks in life, I definitely want to lift people up. I see coming up and bring them up as well. So um, I'm going to just jump right into it, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to have a bunch of things, special things, special guests, uh, education, uh, know how to do's, what to do, what not to do. Uh, I just got so much to give. It's so much. Um, like I said, this is just my first episode. So right now I'm just really going to tell y'all more so about me, about my journey, about where I started and, um, where I came from. Um, pretty much, uh, born and raised in Virginia, Portsmouth, Virginia. 
757 Tidewater, that's where I met. Um, always been an animal lover, always been an animal enthusiast. <clears throat> and I, like, I start out with this story, man, just, just, just to reminisce. Um, my grandmother used to always tell this story anytime she would just talk about me, you know, um, my grandmother took me to, to church with her one Sunday on, uh, I think she said it was Easter and I was about two or three years old. She said I was clean. She had, she had went out, bought me a whole new suit for Easter, had me in a yellow, uh, like a Easter yellow, uh, suit, bow tie and everything. She said, right before we got ready to walk into the church, uh, it was a stray dog just out there in, in front of the church, like roaming around the church or whatever. And um, she said, I kind of like pulled away from her and ran away, went and sat on the ground and started playing with the dog. At three years old. And um, that's always been me. I've always been... Uh, passionate about animals. I had all types of animals: uh, lizards, reptiles, turtles, birds, rabbits, fish, um, dogs, cats, hamsters. Uh, I used to always want a snake, but my mom was always scared to let me get a snake. So, um, yeah. But uh, and if y'all heard the noise, man, I got I think all the dogs sleep now. But I had one back there grunting earlier. She just pushed her face on the cage and just grunts. <laughs> But if she started doing it, you you know what it is. But um, yeah, man. So uh, growing up, I say about seven years old, I started saying I wanted to be a veterinarian, um, and kind of stuck with that all throughout life. Uh, ended up going to college, studying animal science. I went to Virginia State University up in Petersburg, Hale State, VSU. Um, studied animal science and. Um, while I was there, I ended up having my first child, but I, my first son was actually with someone who was back home. And uh, so I had my first son kind of young. I was 20 years old when my first son was born. Um, so after I received my bachelor's degree in animal science, I ended up just coming back home. Um, and I, while I was in college, I actually worked a job. I worked for the USDA, which was a government job, but it was... Um, kind of like an intermittent position. So when I came home, I didn't, they didn't have any full-time positions for me once I graduated. So I kind of just had to uh, kind of wing it just as far as making money after graduating, having to pay student loans, having all types of bills or whatnot. And um, I got notes I'm kind of referring to. So if I, if I pause, give me a second. Cause it's, like I said, it's my first, first episode and we, we just, we just going with the flow for the night. But, um, yeah, and, and after that, you know, I had I had a bunch of bunch of fears, and I was worried. You know, I, I wasn't couldn't find a job in my field. I didn't really know what I was going to do, so I kind of just took the first thing that um, I could I could find. You know, I took I just took a little rinky dink job at Seven Eleven, um, just to make sure I can make my student loan payments, um, but. Why wow. it, it, it it was frustrating because I seen so many other people I knew, so many people I went to college with still, you know, living their best life. As soon as they was out of college, everybody was taking trips, traveling the world, uh, married, having having kids, having families. And, and I was just like, you know, it kind of kind of in a rut, you know, been kind of in and out that that 
that wave or that mindset for a while. Um, took a while to kind of come up out of it. But, um, yeah, Silent Mate was on my back, so I had to make sure I was doing something to make those payments. Um, so, yeah, 7-Eleven is what I was doing. Um, the internship, I already talked about that. Um, yeah, so eventually what I did was um, I ended up applying for an apprentice program uh, in, a, in a shipyard here. A lot of people, but a lot of people from this area know about it. But if you don't, it's kind of like um, they do shipbuilding and ship repair over here for the, um, for the Navy. So I had I found a government job, and, which was pretty good. Before that, though, I actually broke into uh, the mental health field. I got in the mental health for a while before transitioning into the shipyard. And I kind of I really liked that job. You know, I really like working in mental health. I work with adults and kids very rewarding but i hated the aspect that i was all i always had paperwork to do so like in that field you kind of have to do paperwork on your own time so after i'm done with my work later on i have to find a time in my own schedule to just you know submit the work that needed to be turned in in order for me to get paid so i kind of you know what i mean hated that aspect of it um i would be out at a club, you know, just chilling, getting my dance on, getting my groove on. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, shucks, I'm having a good time, but darn, I got to turn these notes in. Or be on vacation, um, out, everybody, you know, going to a little resort or something. And, you know, we in the pool and, uh, yeah, everybody have fun drinking. And I got to sober up because I, I got to go turn these notes in. So, that that kind of got frustrating, and I, I kind of got tired of that, so I went on and um, went through the apprentice program. And then one thing about the uh, apprentice program and being, working with the government, I got benefits. As a mental health counselor, I didn't have benefits. So I, as I was getting older, I started trying to get ready to make those those more mature decisions, you know what I mean? So, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting older. I got a son. Shucks, I need some benefits, you know. So, um, and by that time, I had graduated. My oldest son, um, me and his mom separated when he was younger. I had met someone else when I came home from school, and uh, I was dating dating someone new and um, ended up having my second son before I got in the apprenticeship. So uh, now I'm at two, two boys. I got two boys to look after. So that was priority number one, you know. Um, so I definitely had to make sure I was on top of my game. Still, yet and still, Sally Mae. Oh, her name ain't Sally Mae no more. She changed the Navient. So by this time, I'm still working on student loans. And um, just, excuse me, just try to keep my head above water, you know. Um, but uh, going through the motions, I thought, but I actually, I, I made pretty good money as a counselor. I had to take a pay cut by going to the, to the, into the apprentice program for the shipyard here. But, um. Hey, I, like I said, I got the benefits, so that that's what that what the what, what the plus was. But um, now, because I took that pay cut, I ended up picking up an additional second job. So, like I said, I'm still seeing my people out here. I know living 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 large and chilling. Meanwhile, I'm working two jobs and scrambling. You know what I mean? Um, at one point, I had even got to. Working three all at once. I was working at um, 
I took a job in a group home. So I was leaving the shipyard and three days out of the week, I was either waiting tables or I was uh, working at the group home. So rotating three jobs all at once, just trying to make ends meet. Um, and this, this, this is when... Okay, so my best friend in Busy Boy Bullets, that's that's my kennel name. My best friend uh, I've known, it's probably been over 15 or 16 years now. So we went to, we, we've known each other since the ninth grade. And he's known me, we were college roommates and everything. He know my passion for animals. He know what I went to college for. So um, I actually had a... a um, kind of like an early stage of the American bullet back in the day and uh, talked about breeding then. So he knew I was adamant. He knew I wanted to breed, you know. So all of a sudden, uh, he just sent me a text one day like, hey, man, look at this. And if anybody know, like, how passionate I am about animals, like, oh, my, this, it, when he, he sent me a picture of Dax, for the first time, I had never seen Dax. I had never seen a bullet. I had never, you know what I mean? This this is my first introduction into what was really classified as the American bullet. So he sent me a picture of Dax. And when he sent me that picture, I was like, oh my gosh. You know, like I was, the 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 feeling and the excitement that I had for the bull or for breeding and just for animals, you know what I mean? Because I had been out of school so long and kind of like, you know, after I graduated, I wanted to go to vet school, but my priority was my son, you know, so I just came back home. But when I seen Dax, it just sparked my, that, that fire up under me that I had for the animals all over again. Um, and I talked and we, me and him got to talking and we kind of like just came up with a plan like, man, what are we going to do? You know, so we start researching and finding out how much they how much the American bullets cost. And um, we when we looked at how much they cost, because, you know, it, back in the day breeding, you see a dog, you like two hundred fifty dollars, three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. You know, we was like these dogs cost thousands of dollars, you know, so it 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 took us by surprise. But I was. I was hooked. I was ready to go. I was ready to do whatever it took to get in the game, you know. And I, I don't know too like too many people who will make some of the sacrifices that I made to get started. You know what I mean? Just just to get to the point that I'm at now. Like I made some huge sacrifices just to get where I'm at. Um, so we came up with a plan, and we started looking around. And we we made the decision to go ahead and, and buy a bullet. So, um, really, you know what I mean. My my best friend, he was doing pretty good for himself. So he made the up from the upfront investment, and we decided we were just gonna be fifty fifty partners in the whole thing. We we actually tried to get a couple other people to kind of invest with us, but it didn't work. It just ended up being me and him, and I'm, I'm glad it ended up that way because hey, pot. His, his pot just split between two of us versus a bunch of other people or whatnot. So um, 
But we we did it. I mean, he he went in on the first one, but stuff didn't go as planned. Uh, so we went in, got the first puppy. Puppy was awesome. If anybody know, if you don't know, if you're just getting in and you're learning, the first puppy we bought was a uh, uh, Lucky Luciano son. Uh, champion Lucky Lucky uh, Lucky Luciano, direct Dax son. So we had him, awesome dog, awesome dog, dog named Cash. We had named him Cash. Well, my partner did. He came up with the name Cash. We, Cash is Clay, but we called him Cash for short. And um, we had him probably about, i say two months maybe. I think it was probably about two months. And Cash, my partner called me one day. He was like, man, Cash keep coughing. He keep coughing. Because I'm, I'm really the, the, the animal enthusiast. Well, he, he loves animals too. But I'm really like the person who is most knowledgeable about, you know what I mean, the dogs and everything like that. So he he's calling me like he keeps choking. He keeps choking. So I'm like, uh, all right, cool. I'll come, I'll come by. I went by his house and checked it out, seeing what was going on with him. And um, he was coughing and hacking. And I'm like, okay. But then he would take breaks and he would he would be okay for a while. I'm like, give him some water. You know, I kind of like force a little bit of water down his throat. Like, get him to drink some water. And um, I'm like, man, what could it be? What could it be? He's like, he was he'd been playing with a toy he had like in his in his crate. He had uh kind of like a little rope, like a little chew toy. And um, I guess he had been pulling on the rope, and part of the rope was stuck in his throat. And man, he. He ended up okay. He was doing okay. He was doing okay as the day went on, as the night went on. So I went on home, and I'm like, "Hold on." Quick break, cause we double recording. We just had a little technical difficulty with the camera. So we getting back on camera. So, uh, so we, we thought he was doing okay. He stopped choking after we got him the water and everything. And, um, a partner, I called my partner after I got home, like, how's he doing? How's he doing? He's like, man, he seemed okay. He's still hacking a little bit, but, you know, he, he's all right. I'm like, cool. So the next morning, my partner calls me and say, man, I just came to the cage down here and Cash dead. I was like, what? He said, yeah, man, he did. So the first puppy we bought, I had to take a sip, excuse me. So the first pup, puppy we actually bought actually died on us in like two months. And um, so that was a tough hit. That was a tough hit financially because he, he had made the upfront investment um, just to the, to the program, just getting started because the dog, I mean, the dog was so nice. Like this, this was going to be like an amazing specimen. <laughs> this was going to be like an amazing tool in our program to get started. And um, that kind of set us back. That set us back a lot. Um, but 
we didn't we didn't we didn't quit, you know. Um my partner ended up going overseas for a while to work. And um when he came back, he ended up uh buying another puppy. He ended up buying another one to keep us going. And um that's kind of where it started from there. And I've ended up making a couple sacrifices myself. I ain't going to get into all that right now because that's kind of like the, the meat of it. But um, I ended up doing some things to, you know what I mean, come up with the, pretty much to meet him halfway, you know what I mean, on everything we had done so far. And um, we ended up starting out with, with three females. Um, and we did a couple of breedings. Some didn't take. Uh, we did one breeding where we had a female who didn't take a few times, and then when she finally did, uh, she had a pup get stuck. And once the pup got stuck, had to have an emergency C-section. After the emergency C-section, she lost the whole litter. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely trials and tribulations that come with the bully game, you know. But um, eventually we had some success. We started to have success. We had a real a successful litter, and um, I'm very pleased with what I with what I produced, uh, with what we produced, and we made some great connections off of that. We made some great connections off of the purchases that we made, um, and we we just we've been moving forward since then. We've just been moving forward. Um, through all of that, though, while going through all of that, you know, things happened in my personal life that kind of uh, influenced me to make some decisions, some tough decisions. Um, I, I got to the point after going through work and my job, you know, what, what I was doing through my apprentice program, I finished that successfully, but the job and it as a whole, I really started to hate it. Um, the the mental health counseling I still was doing, and still, like I said, kind of like unsatisfied with with that. And I, I eventually hit a point where you know I I made up in my mind that I was just ready to get to a point in life where I was happy. You know, when where I was happy with my day to day routine, where I was happy with my my home situation, and and I was ready for a change. I was definitely ready for a change, and um, that's where the, the entrepreneur mindset kicked in because I realized what it was going to take to be successful in the bully game. I realized it wasn't it wasn't going to be an overnight. You know what I mean? success story like I initially envisioned um, and I sat back and I thought about the people who I followed, the people who influenced me in the bully game and some of the things that they said and I know for, for a main factor that they've all mentioned is that hey I've been in this 6, 7, 8 9, 10, 15 years like it's people who who are who are just becoming successful in the bully game now who've been breeding since the 90s. So if somebody think they're just going to come in, you you may, you, you may, God willing, you come in and you have just off-right success when you first start. 
but there are definitely trials and tribulations that come with being a breeder. So um, I began to realize that and I, I accepted that. And um, I know that I'm in this for the long haul. Somebody who coming in, you know, they really got to understand that, okay, you coming into the, to something that is not going to just happen overnight. You know what I mean? You may get, you may, it may take you two breedings before you get a litter. It may take one of your females three breedings before she gets a litter. Um, and like I said, I just got to a point where I had to let some things go. I, I'm in a position now where I'm, I'm really close. I'm really close. I'm really close to um, letting the job go. Um, I ended up, you know what I mean. My relationship ended up not working out, but I really wasn't, you know. It was something I was content with because I'm I'm just trying to be at a better place where I'm happier, so I can be a better parent and better provider, and give my children the life that I I wanna that I wanna provide for them ultimately. Um, you know what I mean? And like externally, I, I, I've just, I've, it's definitely things that I, I want and I, I've wanted to achieve. And, um, I just want to be like, I want to be a better provider for my children. I don't want my children to have to, um, struggle with some of the things I, I struggled with growing up. Um, and I want them to be able to look up to me and see that, you know, dad's doing this and dad's doing that and dad is successful and dad has everything that he needs and everything that he wants. And, you know, just to be a, a, a well, I'm definitely a role model for them. I set a positive example for them, but I just want to be uh, ideally, you know what I mean? Everything that they aspire to be, you know? I want to provide the opportunity for my children to say, hey, I want to go to college or you know what? I don't. I want to work for my dad or I want to be my I want to have my own business or I want to be a business owner or I want to start this type of business. And I, w I want my children to have options to do whatever it is that they want to do. If you want to go to college and you want to learn a trade or you want to do something, do that. But if my kid graduates high school and says, hey, you know what, Dad, I want to start a company. I want to be able to say, well, boom, here's the platform for it. I got everything you need. This is, you can do this. I got you. You know, so um, I'm, I'm just, that's where I'm at, you know. So it's, it's, a, it's a process. Life is a process. I've been talking to myself and speaking things daily, staying um, encouraged and coming up with uh, coming up with a, a, a blueprint to success. And things are really starting to unfold and take form and um, that's that's what I'm here to share. That's what I'm here to uh, envelop and expose everyone who's coming into this community. That's what I'm trying to expose everyone to, the entrepreneur path to success that I'm on, and um, hopefully bring other people into the fold. And um, yeah, 
it's, it's, it's a crazy ride. It's a crazy journey. But um, right now, I'm looking at being a millionaire by the end of 2020. So in that journey and in that whole process, like I said, I'm trying to take everything that I'm doing right now and share it with you all. And um, ultimately, you know, create uh, a ton of other entrepreneurs, you know, who are, who are also doing the same thing that I'm doing. Um, my, I really just want to not only educate people in the bullet community because the, the ultimate goal with this breed, a lot of people don't know this breed is so new and it's not even, it hasn't even really took its full form yet. So right now, our goal is to improve the breed. So through education is the only way, you know, we can really do that because the breed is so new, people are get so excited about it that they don't really understand all the things that it takes to breed correctly. So we just, I'm just, I'm just jumping out here, man, to try to help people coming in and, um, one of the main things I said is I would rather spend my time working from home, being with my kids and being with my dogs, than punching somebody's clock for 8, 10, 12 hours a day. I know I would. You know, I know that's how I feel. And I'm pretty sure there's a ton of other people out there that feel the same way. Like, if you really want to be a breeder, wouldn't you rather be at home with your dogs or if some if one of your dogs go in labor or if um one of your dogs gets sick or need to go to the vet that you can just get up and take your dog to the vet or you can just be home when your when your dog is ready to whelp a litter or whatever the case may be. Like you can be home. You can be at your dog's beck and call. You can be at your children's beck and call. So that's that's what we're setting up here. That's what we're preparing. That's that's what we're, I'm preparing to show you all how to do. You may got some people out there that's already doing it, and great. You know what I mean. Just stick around just for the education piece in regards to um, into the bullet game. But like I said, this is this podcast is going to be specifically for the bullypreneur. So that gap between the person that's fully invested in the bullet game and fully invested in becoming an entrepreneur. Um, like I said, right now, I want to just push this out there and I'm probably have a whole episode on this. Just uh, manifestation. Um, it's huge. It's powerful. And it works. Start uh, taking every day, every day when you wake up, just don't dwell on the things that's not going right in your life. You have to really be thankful, give thanks to whoever you 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 worship or to whatever you believe in, but just give thanks for everything that's going right in your day, everything that's going right in your life. Um, and start just calling the things you want to yourself. Speak things into existence. I'm I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of 2020. Period. I believe it. <laughs> I know it. And it's going to happen. 
like speak those things that you want into your life and watch them unfold. You know what I mean? Keep coming around. Keep talking to like-minded people. And that's what it, that's what this is. I'm looking for people who have a who have a ideal or the same mindset that I have and I'm ready to I'm ready to shape their lives the same way I'm shaping mine. So if you if you made it to the end of this first episode, thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm glad you're here. And I'm about to take you on a ride to get you where you need to go. Point blank, period. Is what it is. And um, yeah, like uh I had to take another sip. But hey, I don't know if I said it, but I can't get out a recipe yet. I don't know y'all good enough. But that's that drink right there. That's that drink. When I get to know y'all, I'll drop the recipe. But um I'm I'm glad, man. This is this this is the beginning of something great. Just this first episode right here. It's it's a rough draft. You know what I mean? It's just the first one, so it is what it is. I'm just glad y'all came through. Check me out. Busy Boy Bullies, The Bulletpreneur, The Pack. Hey, it's 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 on. It's on. When I tell you it's on, it's really on. Um Yeah, so we got we definitely got big plans, man. Big plans. To show you all everything y'all need to know to be successful, to be entrepreneurs, to start your own businesses, to take this bully thing, the thing you thinking you want to do, you want to be a breeder, to, to take it to a whole nother level, a whole different scale than you ever could imagine. Um, just showing you how to fuel your passion, how to fuel everything that you love through what you love. You know what I mean? Take take what you love and and build your whole entire life around it. You know, so that every day when you wake up, you enjoying your life. You enjoying what you do. So that's what it's all about. Uh, just taking the time to transform your life from the day to day monotonous BS to to happiness, to, to to feeling fulfilled, to feeling joyful, to feeling like you're getting getting the most out of life. And that's what it's about. And that's what it's going to be about. And that's what I'm going to show y'all how to do. So stay tuned. It's just episode one. I appreciate y'all checking it out. I don't even know how long. Man, can y'all hear the birds chirp? I'm going to be quiet for a minute to see if y'all can hear the birds chirp. Birds outside. What time? Is it? Let me see what. The birds outside. Three. It's almost three thirty. But it is what it is. So we got to be up early tomorrow. But yeah, thank y'all. Uh, stay tuned. Might bring another episode tomorrow. But yeah, we just getting rolling, y'all. It's rough. We ain't got no set. We ain't got no real lights. We ain't got no real mic. But we getting it. Hey, the only way to get it done is to do it. Excuse me. Got to thank my man. G. Flesh put me on to this one. Bullet game. I'm going to start introducing y'all to, introducing y'all to some, some, some key people. Yeah, but let's get it. Thank y'all, man. Good night.